0: Welcome to Coach, the professional coaching podcast. Conversations to explore what coaching is really all about, what it takes to be a great coach, and why coach training really does make the difference. Discover how coaching can help you in all areas of your life and business in a fast paced and demanding world. So join us here to share conversations and insights with some of the best coaches from around the globe. Real coaches, real talk. So, let's get started with me, your host, Teresa Brooks. Hello everyone, and today I'm really excited to introduce a guest who featured in Coach Magazine, and his name is Will Polster, some of you may know him, and he's a mindset strategist, an international speaker, and founder of the uh, coaching and training company, Make It Happen. Now, if you've read it, fantastic. If you haven't, then obviously you need to go and read it because Will's article is all about something very, very important, and that's congruence. And it's a word that we may have heard, and we certainly, these buzzwords are scattered everywhere. But today, I'm going to talk to Will about why he believes that everything you do and all your success is underpinned by congruence. So welcome to the podcast, Will. Thanks. It's great to have you here.
1: Hey, Teresa. Thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure to be here.
0: Brilliant. So it it says here in the article to dig straight in that this has been your key discovery as you yourself have pursued a purposeful, inspired and energised life. So can you talk to us about what that actually means? What do you mean by that? What did you discover along your way that led to congruence being so key?
1: Yeah, sure. So I think um, for for many many years, I've I've had a like many people, a real drive, uh, a drive to to want to achieve, a drive to want to grow, a drive to want to learn, and that's continuing every single day. You know, I'm, I'm I'm continuing to practice that and and expand that side of things. But one of the other things that I've always done for as long as I can remember is try to make what a uh, uh, quite complex things simple. Literally my, maybe it stems back to my family coat of arms and my family coat of arms. When I was about three years old, my dad got them made up. Um And in, in that coat of arms at the bottom, it says simplicity. So I don't know, maybe that's something that I remember Ooh, hearing at a really young age. The
0: message for embedded you. Yeah. The message. yeah,
1: exactly. And, um, I, I'm, I, I'm quite. I like to think of myself as quite a simple creature. You know, I'll take these complex things, and I'm like, how can I break it down in the most simple way that I can understand it? And um, life, and sort of living life in a way that is um, enjoyable, um, is is something that most of us are striving to achieve. Let's face it, and. I've, I've always thought, well, what, what, what makes the difference? What's the difference between one person having a, a successful life and another person, maybe not so. And I don't mean successful in the sense of financially, I'm talking about all areas of life. Mm-hmm. And if I definitely go back, um, sort of my, my story, if you like, is, is revolved around two of my uncles that are both very successfully, very successful, certainly financially. One's a billionaire. One's a multi multimillionaire. Um, I, as a course of events went off on a belief thinking that money equaled happiness become quite successfully uh, quite successful financially at a young age. And then had a big realization where I realized that wasn't the case. So when I realized that wasn't the case, I, I sort of continued to look for different meaning and identify those different rules. And out of everything that I've done and everything I've experienced personally, I bring it back to congruence. And what I mean by congruence is are your actions and intentions aligned? And if your actions and intentions are aligned, great. You know, you can you can live a life in a way that um, fulfills you and enables you to, to do and achieve great things. Um, but if you don't and you live incongruently, then the opposite happens. That's mm. when we find ourselves falling into what I call the rift. And the rift for me is stress, overwhelm, frustration, depression, anxiety, all those negative emotions. And of course, any negative emotion is simply a signal to be thinking or acting differently. That's it. Um and that's what we we use as our indicator to get us back to being congruent or not. So people say to me, "Well, how do I know if I'm living congruently?" It okay, will connect with your feelings, and they will give you. They, they will be a form of indicator. It's not the sole indicator, but there will be a form of indicator.
0: Mm, really interesting. And there's a lot in what you've just said there. And if I, if I might just go back to the part where you, because I think this is really interesting, is where you say that you made quite a lot of money when you were young and it has always been around you. So you perhaps didn't find that too hard to do yourself. Um, But then you had a realization, you say that money didn't equal happiness. So that belief that you held or that you'd seen that if you've got money, you're gonna be happy. Can I ask what your realization was and how you realized that you in yourself weren't sort of as congruent as you wanted to be or certainly that it wasn't making you happy?
1: Yeah. So to, so I met, I mentioned my uncle. So um, what's what really interesting, I've got two uncles, I've say one's a billionaire, one's a multimillionaire. Um, and my, my dad always did. Okay. I don't really have a, a Cinderella story like like many other speakers do. Um, like I lived in a, grew up in a nice five bed house in a nice part of town. Um, always had shoes on my feet, clothes on my back, um, food in the fridge. But what, did happen was when i was about 10 years old my dad who hated his job used to leave at five o'clock in the morning get home at seven o'clock at night used to bring the stress the the frustration and the um the challenge back home with him a lot and i experienced that you know that tension we've all been in a situation before where you walk into a room and you can just feel attention or someone else walks into a room and you can feel attention i really remember that Mm. as a kid and one day um, he, 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 he was at home, which was really unusual. And that was because he had quit his job. Um, and he'd quit his job to go up and set up a business with one of my uncles, but that never happened. And my dad went from working, living the house at five o'clock in the morning, get home at seven o'clock at night, earning a decent wage, um, that provided for niceties. Don't get me wrong. We didn't have sort of super, uh, a super luxurious life, but we had the niceties. We went on holiday every year and, and there was like, I say, food in the fridge, all that good stuff. Um, to then becoming massively depressed, so he would literally sleep in a separate room to my mum, curtains shut, very stereotypically depressed, didn't leave the house, um, and that was when I realised, hold on a minute. There's Uncle Mark; he's a billionaire. He seems really happy. Uncle Steve, multi-millionaire, he seems really happy. His dad, when he worked in London, he was all right, He was stressed. He was frustrated, but he was a lot happier than he is now. So that was what was the catalyst that started the process. Like I say, right. I, I, I sort of then in, in my sort of late, what we well, throughout my teens, I, I always had more money than. And even at 13 years old i would work multiple different paper rounds i'd be buying and selling stuff in school um Early uh,
0: entrepreneur. yeah
1: very, very much so um and then late teens again earning a lot of money by my late teens i was probably earning more money a month than most adults earn a year um and that sort of carried on and then i i had like i said I had this big realization where um, I was at an event that with a guy that many of us in in this industry have heard of Tony Robbins at u p w event and um it was when he was sharing the Thanksgiving story and I just I, I call it by lightning moment because in that moment when he shared the Thanksgiving story of the stranger that came to the the door and the, his dad opened the door saying we don't accept um, we don't accept um uh charity." from like and son of all that whole thing for me, the stranger was like my uncles. My dad was obviously the equivalent of Tony's dad. It was just a fantastic metaphor for mm. me. And in that moment, that was where I realized that's where it comes from. That's where the drive comes from. I didn't want my, my, my dad and my mum to, to not have to go through the, the, the suffering, um, as a result. And for people that are listening to this, cause obviously you and I, we're, we're seeing each other right now where I say suffering in inverted commas, because, yeah. um, obviously suffering is a choice pain is inevitable suffering is a choice but that i didn't want to have to go through that as a result of financially as, as money being a, a a a reason to become a cause of that if that makes sense and yeah. uh and that was when i realized and and, and in that moment I, I saw tony i saw he was doing for thousands tens of thousands of people what this upw event back in 2013 and i said that's what I want to be. I want to become like him. I want to become the world's best life coach. And that was my goal at the time. That's not my goal now. Um, But uh, yeah, that was the, that was the moment.
0: Interesting. And and I'm sure that people will resonate with that because there's always, you know, you never know when that moment's going to come, do you in your life? It could be an event. It could just be something somebody says. It could be something on the TV. Uh, It could be something very simple where suddenly things drop into place and you think, Oh my God, wow. That, that is amazing. Um, and All those little things come into alignment for you with that new message. And then suddenly it's like you have got a new way forward. You know, we probably call it a breakthrough. Do you know what I mean? That's what we call it. Um, and it's really interesting that you share that because people experience those and that's what we aim for isn't it with coaches to help other people have these breakthroughs where they just can't get through stuff or they're they're stuck with all these beliefs meaning that you know this will mean that you have got all the money you'll be happy so now what's what's going wrong so you changed your direction there and you actually sounds like you'd learnt a lot at a young age and you also had a lot of drive you know to succeed and even though that might not be your goal now will you do have a really big goal, don't you? Because I remember I was double checking <laughs> in the article if the numbers worked out. And tell us what that is.
1: Yeah, so the the goal now is to empower a billion people to yeah. transform excuses into results and live a life they love. And um, it, it was really interesting. Again, through the power of coaching, I, I sat down with a coach um, who, at the time, I, I i actually just had a discovery call with them, um, and it's a really profound moment. And that that moment was when I said, Right, this is my purpose. You know, I was like one of these people that are new to personal development. Uh, you, you see them, don't you? They're full of energy and they're just like, Yeah, this is what I'm doing. And I, I sat down with him and I said, My purpose is to become the world's best life coach. And he just said, That's not your purpose. And I remember thinking, No, 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 it is like really is he said, No, 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 that's not your purpose. But you'll know it soon enough. And it was one of those those things that I, I, I sort of I wanted to know more and I, so I couldn't afford to work with him, but then literally two months later, I realized that my my purpose wasn't to become the world's best life coach because mm. that was about me. Mm. It was like what was the byproduct of that, and it was it wasn't about me. It was just the way that the language that I was using. I didn't want to do it for me, but it was the, the way I was explaining it. Yeah. And then I made my goal up to be, to empower a million people. So that was my goal for a while. And the the, the truth is that the number um at the time a million was just because it was the the biggest number i could think of. i could think of bigger numbers back then but it was a number that yeah it was it was one that was sort of a big number it's a round number um and, and and i knew that it'd be really putting the boat out, pushing the boat out there and and sort of you talk about big hairy audacious Scary goals. Number. And, yeah <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then one day even that evolved and that evolved because things weren't going at the level that I wanted them to in terms of business progress. And I remember it was a, it was a morning and I thought to myself, what would I be doing differently if the goal was a billion? And I was like, I'd be doing this, this, this and this. And I was like, well, let's just do that then because that's going to accelerate the journey and more people are going to be impacted. And look, the, the reality is true is that I'm not naive enough to think that I'm going to work with a billion people in my lifetime. I'm not closing myself off to the possibility of that, but just to make it more realistic for the people that are listening to this going, Hey, who do you think you are? What, what, what's possible, but what, what I, what I'm a big believer in is something that I call the ripple effect. Um, mm, and that's mm. that if you achieve what you're capable of, you'll benefit your family, your friends, your community, society, humanity, the universe, hence the ripple effect, And I know that if we can work with 10,000, uh, 10 million people within my lifetime, impact 10 million people within my lifetime, then if those 10 go on to impact 10 others and those 10 go on to impact 10 others, that's the billion hit, you know? Mm. So it is the, the power of, uh, of, 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 that ripple effect working through, it's Impact, is a big, isn't it?
0: You know, impact yeah, sure. that you, you can make, um, sometimes people think, well, you know, it's just me. I can't really, you know, it's just me on my own doing this, doing my business plodding along. And I, I can't impact all those people. And and hopefully that will sort of outline really what impact means, you know, because it is, and like you say, the ripple effect, like one stone in a pond, lots and lots of ripples. And certainly, you know, you will have had this experience as well Is when I've coached people and then they come back and they say, well, you know, my husband's noticed how much how different I am or my kids are happier because coaching isn't just about focusing on on one aspect, is it? It's about really developing you as a person and underpinning all of that and totally aligning with what you say about congruence is, of course, your values, you know, what's important to you and, and what matters to you. So what are your values, Will?
1: So this is really interesting. So I'm, I'm a huge fan of values. I've studied it in, in depth. And um, I, I talk about two types of values. I talk about end values and means values and um, axiology, which is the, the, the study of values, um the 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 means values are things that you do. So my four highest means values are self mastery, building businesses, building relationships, and building wealth. They're my four highest means values um, that that I'm really really focused on. They're the things that inspire me. They're the things that when I'm in in um. The, yeah that I just want to do you know I'm I, I love doing them right now you know um, we're, we're talking about one of my favorite topics self-mastery we're both building our businesses arguably as a result of, of this podcast and building a relationship with you and the people that are listening to this right now yeah um, well, I and yeah, exactly right so it's, it's it's putting all those things together which was an absolute delight which is the reason that why I, I said yes of course when you uh when you invited me on the show so um yeah they're they're my my means values the things that that really fire me up and uh and and get me going
0: okay and what's what do you say is the most important thing to you in your life Um, matters the most you know in in terms of congruence like staying aligned with what what are you staying aligned with obviously those means values what about any other values that you have that you you know you definitely stay congruent with and you know there's a trouble there's trouble if you kind of trip up either side of that that line you'll feel it
1: um so again it is those you know it it is those um so for me i I talk about having a north star so my north star is my ultimate goal and i encourage people to have an ultimate goal in life you know Mm. napoleon hill spoke about the chief aim and we've we've been talking about the have the end in mind and all all those great things i talk about having a north star um for me that's empowering a billion people um, and then i have a north star trajectory which is where i am now that's where i want to be and, and then obviously having that trajectory so it's trying to stay um as aligned with that make sure that yeah. my my behaviors are and my actions are, are as aligned with that and my means values um, as possible
0: mm. and, and again that sort of links with the happiness thing isn't it because you said you know people want to have successful lives and success to me is different to success to you but we often hear about success in terms of financial results and then behind the scenes, people are miserable. And so of course, they haven't probably done that deeper values work, have they? And that, that sort of congruence and they perhaps don't have that, you know, because what you are describing is quite a visual map there, you know, depending on how people work, you know, very visual, having the star, you've got the alignments, you know, and your trajectory to that. You can imagine that we can see that we're all picturing stars at the minute and goals. Um, and when people don't have that, and, and again, another thing you talk about, they don't have clarity, so they don't have the values, they don't have the clarity. What actually happens in terms of their life? You know, what have you seen when people come to you and they're in a bit of a mess, really?
1: Yeah, great quite, quite question. So just just before we go into that, so the other thing that's worth worth um, bearing in mind is that the um, the a value is created from a perception of a void. So anywhere at some point in our life where we have a perception of a void, that's what creates that value. And, and as we fill those perceptions, that's where that value would then become not as much of a priority on our on our values hierarchy. Um, in terms of um, what, what happens is if you get out of alignment with it is you fall into the rift. And like I say, the rift for me is stress, overwhelm, frustration, depression, anxiety, unfulfillment, all of us, we're striving for fulfillment. That's, that's what I believe that we're striving for. A lot of people talk about happiness. Um, for me, I think a lot of people, they, they use, uh, um, they, without knowing, are using happiness in replace of fulfillment. Because happiness is an end of a spectrum. And obviously, the other end of a spectrum is sadness happiness and sadness it's transient
0: for- isn't it you can be happy this morning and really miserable by four o'clock you know I mean, exactly. it's, it's a state of being isn't it i'm happy i'm not happy but it's not finite because you might be happy again in 10 minutes when someone makes you laugh or you get a new client or whatever it might be but fulfillment i see that as like a it's um it's like a constant if you're fulfilled it's not like well it's fulfilled in the morning but no i'm not fulfilled in the afternoon <laughs> you know it's deeper isn't it
1: Yeah, for sure. And I I think of it like a, again, talk about visual prompts for people that listen to this right now is that on your computer, you don't get them so much these days, but certainly back in the old fashioned sort of uh, PCs, is that when something was loading, you'd get a loading bar. I remember the loading bar. (laughs) And, and for me, mm. for, it's like, right, what am I doing each day that's meaning that I'm more fulfilled today than I was mm. yesterday? Mm. And that comes to back down to the, am I aligned with my values? Am I taking action on those that's enabled me, enabling me to move forward and progress forward yeah. um, in, into that sort of deeper and deeper um, well of fulfillment, if you like? So,
0: Which takes us actually right back to the beginning of what you said, and aligns beautifully with the concept of simplicity. You know, keeping something simple. And you could say that actually your values and how you you set your values out is actually quite simple. It's what's important to you. It's what matters, and it's why it matters. And then go from there. So actually, it brings it round into like a perfect circle. And that's a great starting place. In fact, it's the only place to start, isn't it? With what's important to you and why. I think sometimes people start at different places and get a little bit stuck with the working forward and then have to go right back. So it's simplicity, values, congruence. Um, and obviously, you know, striving, being motivated, that, that can change as well. How do you stay motivated? I mean, you sound motivated permanently you're you know, full of energy, but there must be times where, you know, it, with all of us, it's like, well, you have a little dip. How do you cope with that? Yeah.
1: Quite, great question. So for, for, for me, again, this comes back to values. So, um, when, if you're living to your highest values and these are your values that you've decided and you're clear that they're your values. And I'll explain how you know whether they're your values or not in, in a second is that you will be inspired, right? You'll be in energy. So for me, another word for, um, spirit is energy inspired in spirit. Um, so you're in energy if you're living in your values and you know, you're in your values, you'll be using language like love to choose to desire to, Mm -hmm. if you're living values that have been injected or projected into you, then you will be using words like I have to need to or to really good indicator. Um, so by making sure that I'm spending as much time doing the things that are higher, my values or, if I'm not doing them, I'm at least having a perception of how they're serving my values, which brings me back into energy. So that's one of the ways. So yeah. I actually strive to not be motivated because if you are living um, someone else's values, you will require lots of external motivation, whereas sure. mm. motivation is external, inspiration is internal um, so uh, in addition to that is time as well so if you could imagine a light bulb a normal light bulb if you've got um an old-fashioned light bulb that light's going out everywhere around that light and it will only reach so far whereas if you take a laser pen a laser pen all goes in one direction and it goes much further the light goes much further so trying to ensure that i keep my my time condensed i'm not letting my energy go across everywhere i'm really focused on key things at any given time so my energy isn't sort of dissipating um they're, they're two things that i definitely do to ensure that i'm sort of uh, keeping myself as inspired as possible, yeah. and on task. And, and so I was going, look, I'm, I'm human. I'm the same as everybody else. You know, I've have, I've have days when I'm I'm uh, uh, when I'm I'm not feeling it, and when things haven't gone to the way that I would like them to. But if I ever bring myself back, and journaling is a great way of, of doing that. When I look back, I go mm. right, well, What was I doing yesterday, or what have I been doing this morning, or what have I been doing this afternoon that's led me to feel like this. In, in pretty much every situation, it's those two things. I'm either not living, I'm not doing things in my values, I'm not perceiving how they're serving my values, or I'm dissipating my energy um, rather than mm. focusing it and channeling it.
0: And, and I, I just couldn't agree with you more, basically. <laughs> You've kind of you know said everything beautifully, and I think you know spreading yourself too thin is a real danger zone for a lot of entrepreneurs. Um, I know I've been there. I've had so many creative ideas, able to to think so far out like that sometimes people, you know, you can get stretched with that and it's going to make you tired. And of course, you know, looking at your system, you're going to end up right back in the rift with that because when the things you describe stress, overwhelm, anxiety, all of that, that is actually on the increase. You know, that's more than we even see because most people don't even share, even though we're encouraged to share so much, they actually don't talk about what's going on behind the scenes and how they feel. And you'll notice if anyone ever does, There's a big outpouring of like, oh my goodness, you know, I'm so glad you spoke up. I feel the same way as well. So the scary part is that a lot of people are not living in their values and they are spreading themselves too thin, becoming overwhelmed. And so I think they should probably read your article (laughs) for a start. That would really help. Listen to this podcast and just come back to, to basics. So what would be your final piece of advice for anyone listening to this podcast that's thinking, do you know what? I'm not so sure that I am... On purpose here, or that, I'm, or that anyone that's a bit confused. What would your final key piece takeaway be for them? Will
1: um, I, I would say reach out to a coach. You know, Re- reach out to great a coach. advice. One of, the, one of the one of the powers of, of coaching, look, it's that you you believe in it. I believe in it. You created a fantastic um, magazine and community around that. Um, is is get a coach. You know, and 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 use a coach to enable you to to gain those insights you know you 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 can't see the whole picture when you're in the frame and by being able to have that person that can enable you to to get you to see a different perspective identify what some of those blind spots are um is is just one very powerful way of of being able to progress yourself forward so yeah
0: perfect advice it's like don't do it alone none of us make a success on our own um and you know no man is an island really is always my favorite and so you know coaches have these skills to to help you so reach out whatever it might be really just get somebody and get out of your head <laughs> get it out of your head so where can people find you will if they want to connect with you follow you where's the best so place
1: if, if they're listening to this then we also have uh the, the make it happen with will post podcast so if you're a fan of podcasts, then you can listen to us we're on um all the spotify and itunes and all those good places um our our facebook group so the make it happen community on facebook's where i'm I'm sort of hanging out and sharing a lot of content on a on a daily basis um and then yeah make hyphen it hyphen happen.co.uk um all the socials you know type in will polston instagram linkedin uh, be great to connect wherever you prioritize your your time it'd be great for you to connect with me there as well
0: great well we make it easy for people to find us that's the key isn't it make it easy keep it It simple well thank you so much and i've really enjoyed our conversation and i hope that the listeners have as well there's there's a lot of gold in there there's a lot of really key points um to get you started wherever you are on your journey and to propel you forward as well so thanks will um great to talk to you and i'm sure we
1: will speak again very soon thank you very much
0: You can read Coach Magazine for free online every quarter. Just subscribe at coach-magazine.com and receive it direct to your inbox. You can order print copies, book a directory listing, find us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram.